Hi everyone, welcome to Morning Matcha. I'm here today with Michael Pollock, the co-founder and chief brand officer at Heyday, which is a skincare concept taking facials out of spas and making them more accessible. Hi. Hi. Thanks for coming all the way from New York. Of course, thanks for having me. It's nice to be out of the snow and in Los Angeles. Yeah, isn't there a storm? There is, and I feel happening? like I've missed both storms this this winter by being in LA accidentally. So I'm just <laughs> gonna keep that keep that record up. Yeah, it all worked out. Exactly. Um, well, so funny. So uh, we spend a lot of time back and forth to New York as well, just with work. And um, I think it was your first store. Was it in Tribeca? Uh, first store was actually in Nomad. Oh, cool. Well, I was walking around and just happened to come up on Heyday and I was like, this looks really cool and just awesome. And I, um, it's just now we're here today. It was a little while ago. And then I went to high school with Natalie White. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, And she's an esthetician. Natalie is our bi-coastal esthetician. She started with us in New York, actually in the Tribeca shop and she moved back to LA and we were super sad to see her go, but then you know, when we, when we opened here, she was like, sign me up. I'm there. And she helps kind of onboard our team and she's awesome. Yeah. She's so great. So it was just really funny, a series of events of me running in and then knowing her and seeing what she's been up to. So it's pretty awesome. And then, um, and yeah, I'm just really excited to kind of learn more about you and your story and how Heyday got started. Totally. Um, what were you doing before? So I actually, my background's in architecture and interiors. Wow. So I started, uh, I started kind of a, a little bit more on the creative side and I loved, I've always loved design. I think since I was a kid, I love the idea of creating a world or creating an experience that someone can step into. Yeah. Um, I realized pretty quickly architecture wasn't quite right for me. Mm-hmm. And when it came to interiors, I loved it. Um, but there were designers that were way more talented than Mm -hmm. me. And I actually, the part of it that I enjoyed was shaping the project. So Mm -hmm. ensuring that the creative was great, the client was happy and the sort of the whole output was, was, was hitting the right notes. Um, so I ended up moving into more kind of a, a strategy role of making sure that everybody was sort of happy in the process and we were delivering something that worked for everybody. And where is this like at an architecture firm or this ended up actually being at a design firm in New York that owned their own restaurants and bars in addition to doing client work. So oh, wow. it, was a, it was a great place to be able to still be creative, but mm-hmm. help, help shape things. That's and awesome. then I did a little bit of, um, product consulting for at a more corporate level. So it was coming up with ideas for clients like LG and Campbell's and like big, big American companies. And it was super fun because it was all about packaging great ideas, but you never got to execute them. And you would like hand over a presentation to somebody and just hope that it came out the other side correctly. And you know, it's always five years later, you have no, um, you have no ability to, to affect the outcome. And Mm -hmm. I, I love the big picture of, of coming up with ideas, but I also love the nitty gritty of details. Mm-hmm. And so it lacked that for me. And I, I always knew I wanted to start something because that's where you get to tap both ends of those skills. But yeah. I, didn't, I didn't have some passion I had since I was like six years old. And of course I'm going to start this type of company. Totally. Yeah. Um, so I just kind of was, was waiting for the right opportunity to come along that I feel like I could, I could sink my teeth into. It's such an interesting space to be when you're waiting. Cause you know, you know, kind of what you want to do. Like for me, it was like, Oh, I studied business, but it's like what business. So it's mm-hmm. kind of the same thing. And it's frustrating at times. Cause it's like, I know what I want to do, but I don't know exactly what it is. What to yet. search for next. So totally. how did you're just that... sitting there kind of waiting? Yeah. And it's I mean, <laughs> a it's little a really bit miserable and in... where you are, but yeah. In that moment, you're just kind of anxious and 
wondering, but then looking back, it's such a cool process to see how you got to where you are now. That you're completely right. And I think when you, I even made a pit stop studying like hospitality management and, mm-hmm. you know, looking back, it all makes sense, right? The, totally. the path you take takes you to where you are kind of yeah. simple as that. And I think if you, you know, you work hard, you apply yourself and you kind of keep your keep your eyes open for whatever opportunity might come into your periphery. Yeah. Um, you know, which for me was, was heyday. It's like, it, it made sense of my background. I use my design. I, I am in the hospitality business exactly, and yeah. I have, I have a team, a team to keep, you know, happy and clients to keep happy and sort of it all, it all makes sense in the end. So cool. So how did you meet Michael? Um, I mean, how did you meet Adam? Sorry. I met Adam. Um, so I was actually working at a, at an agency, um, and consulting there and he, kind of swam in similar circles. So we knew of each other yeah. and he brought the idea for what is now, now called Heyday um, to a meeting. And my bosses at the time were like, go, go meet with him on this idea. Like, we'll, we'll put you on this project probably. And I met with him and immediately sort of was like, I get it. Um, I had always struggled with acne as a teenager. Mm-hmm. Um, who doesn't? Who doesn't, <laughs> yeah. right? And, you know, I, I used to, like, steal my mom's makeup mm-hmm. and, like, oil blotting papers. Yeah. I, don't think she, she, I think she probably figured it out after a while. But um, so I struggled with that and then kind of got through it and then sort of dealt with a bit more acne as an adult, as a lot of people do. I used to actually teach uh, fitness classes on the side. Um, and so I would always get breakouts in oh my the, gosh. kind of the forehead uh, temple same. situation. And I, I never really figured out what it was. I just said, oh, okay, this is the same teenage mm-hmm. stuff just rearing its head again. And I had had uh, my first facial. Um, and the facialist. Uh, when was this? Like this was, before meeting Adam? This, or This was before meeting Adam, okay. probably about a year before. And, you know, she gave me the right tip. She identified right away what was happening and was like, use this oil cleanser. I want you to do, the, you know, these two things. And it fixed everything. And it really prompted me to start taking care of myself and, you know, having a skincare routine in a way that I hadn't before. So that was kind of the background. And then Oil I made cleansers Adam. are literally They're amazing. life-changing, but yeah, and go you ahead. can use them multiple times <laughs> a day and don't dry out your skin. Um, so sometimes you-, you need more than just an oil cleanser. Yeah. I think that's a common misconception <laughs> of like, I just use oils and that's it. Um, but fast forward, I yeah. need Adam. So I had this context of like, okay, facials are a thing that I, en- I enjoyed, but I was like, I can't spend two twenty five and do this monthly. I'm just not at that yeah. point. That is for the, the lady who lunches and I am, I am not her yet. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I saw the idea and was like immediately like, would just see, I see how to bring this to life. Uh, you know, kind of lo and behold, I end up leaving the consulting firm and deciding to partner up with Adam and, and so truly, cool. truly take it from paper to, to, you know, to what it is today. Having a business partner is huge. I mean, it's yes. like getting married to yes. someone. So and you can't do these it, things alone. So. No. Yeah. I mean, it's great, but also it's also a big deal to just go into business with someone that you just met. Totally. Right. Totally. So how do and you, you spend more time with them than your partner? Yeah. Uh, you know, so how did you times. navigate that? Not knowing him really that well, you know, it was, it was helpful that we, I think two things were helpful. It was helpful that we swam in similar circles. So mm-hmm. I sort of knew of him. Um, and he knew of me and sort of the work that I had done before. Um, I think the second thing that was really helpful is when I left my consulting firm, the CEO there um, kind of sat me down and he said, I know you're going to probably want to do something entrepreneurial someday. I just sense that in you. You should make a list right now, the three things you're really good at and the three things you're really bad at. You should work on the, those, those weaknesses if you want to, but you need to find a partner 
that, that covers those bases. Yeah, that's and smart. it was just like the simplest, I think, best advice mm-hmm. I had gotten. Um, and, you know, really to, in a business partner, look for somebody, if, you know, if you've got a Venn diagram, the middle should be that you share the same values and that share the same vision and approach to your work, but that you cover off on separate skills. Because I think a lot of times founders go into business who are best friends, which can sometimes be great, yeah. but I think can sometimes result in a lot of the same sort of skill overlap. And mm-hmm. then you're, and then you're gapped in, in, you know, X, Y, and Z that are really important to running a business. So makes so much sense for me, Adam, uh, you know, it was kind of an arranged marriage, right? Mm-hmm. Cause we, we didn't really know each other deeply from, from, you know, school or, or, you know, a long history, but we knew off the bat that we covered off different skill sets and we respected those skill sets in each other and, and brought that to the table. That's so great. So, okay. So he came to the table, had this idea for Heyday name. Was the name there yet? The name or, was not there not yet. Not there. So how Are we did gonna that? going to go there? Yes. I want to <laughs> know. It's such a good name. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, naming is hard. I mean, yeah. we just had a baby recently. Probably yeah. naming, is, naming is a challenging thing. And, um, you know, we had a working name and it, it didn't go there. It, it, you know, and I think initially there was a lot of thought that, okay, well, this is a new concept. We're trying to do something different. So the name should be pretty literal. So if you're walking off the street, you kind of know what we are. Um, and my push was that words like face, skin, derm, they're fine. They tell you what it is, but it's so functional. And I think skin is so tied to emotion and how people feel about themselves. There's a level of confidence and self-care and self-esteem that it's wrapped up with a lot. Um, and I felt like the name for this deserved more than that. Um, Derm. Derm, yeah. <laughs> it's so bad. It's just yeah. like we, did, we didn't need to be that functional. Um, and, you know, it's it's funny because I think someone at the table is like, well, SoulCycle is such a great name and everybody knows what it is. And I'm like, yeah, it could be a charity church ride in the South. Yeah. Like it doesn't, it's only SoulCycle because <laughs> totally. you, know, you know what it is. And yeah. the name is only new the first time you hear it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I sort of forced everybody to sit around the table and say, let's forget facials for a second. Let's forget products what, what are we selling? What Mm -hmm. do people walk out with? What is the promise of the brand? And everybody was very able to answer that, that you should feel great in the short term, Mm -hmm. but you should know that you're investing in something for your long term, something cumulative. So I was like, that's what the name has to capture. It has to capture this idea of feeling like you're in your prime or feeling like you're always at your best, which is, you know, something we all strive for. That's the easy part. And then the hard part was figuring out what that, what that was in a, in a catchy, catchy word or phrase. And we kind of hit the thesaurus as you do. And I stumbled across the word heyday. And it's, and it's this, an actual word. It's an actual word. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Do you that, not know? Well, I know. I just thought it's it was out like of a, context. Yeah. And I feel like the, the, the current generation, half the people know the word and half the people don't. Cause it's, it's very much like a great, it's like my grandma said Like that having word. a heyday. Like, okay. Oh, in my, in my heyday, yeah, I was young heyday, and beautiful yeah. in, mm-hmm. in the heyday of Hollywood and the heyday, yeah. it was, it's that period when it was grand and great and yeah. everything was strong. And, um, and that's what the word means. And it's kind of an old fashioned word, but I think it just has great meaning and this, so this idea sense. that you're at your best. And so we believe we believe every day should be your heyday. There's a lot that goes into that, but we do our part with with skin. That's so great. I love it. So is heyday, Does how did you decide to use like organic products and stuff, right? Don't you guys use sustainable and organic? We have a mix. Incorporate. Yeah. We have a mix. So we have some products and, and we did that because we wanted the lineup of products that we use to be effective. progressive yeah. uh-huh. and effective. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're constantly evolving that. And I'll preface this with when we started in 2015, I think the... The skincare world was in a very different place. 
I think consumers are more educated now and they're pushing brands to do better things. Mm -hmm. I still think there's a lot of fear mongering out there, um, just as there was in the food world about certain ingredients. Mm -hmm. Food's a little more clear cut, right? Because I think with food, the more natural it is, clearly the better it is. It's been coming out of the earth for, you know, millennia now. Whereas a a cosmetic is a man-made Mm-hmm. product. So certain things need to be in it to ensure that it delivers what it says it's going to and does it safely. Yeah. Uh, but that said, uh, our lineup leads leans towards natural products um, that I think use the power of plants and actives and tried and true things to, to do the job. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not afraid of certain cosmeceuticals or certain skincare products or ingredients that are time-tested and Mm well-researched to move the needle. And I think what we wanted to build out was a space where really the products weren't the star, but the star is the therapist. It's the skin therapist who has who knows what tools to pull for, for the client. So yeah. if you're somebody who is obsessed with everything be organic, that's great. Then mm-hmm. we'll go down this path for you. Yeah. And if you're somebody who just wants to get the job done about something. Right away. Like, and let's, needs, let's talk yeah. about what your options are and figure out the right path. I love that. It's like functional medicine in a way. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Totally. That's so great. And they understand you. I mean, your lifestyle, like you said, you went to someone and they were like, oh, that's because you're teaching workout classes and it, this is what's happening. So. Our therapists are like detectives. They have to ask the right questions Mm -hmm. to get the right answer. And I think a lot of the traditional spa world is like, you come in, it's quiet. Mm -hmm. They're not supposed to talk to you. And (laughs) it's usually one product line. So they're just kind of pushing play on a protocol and everybody's Mm -hmm. getting the same facial where really the passion that our team has is to figure it out, is to be the detective and help you with a specific issue that you want to see a change in. So that's the environment we wanted to create Mm -hmm. where if you come in our shop, there's a lot of dialogue. It is not hush hush. And that's why we don't call ourselves a spa Mm -hmm. is because a a great facial at heyday not only has those, the physical tangible results, but that somebody has an aha moment or learned something about their skin or how to take care of themselves. Because I think that's, that's the advice that people are looking for. And that's the relationship that we're trying to build. That's awesome. So you guys started in Nomad, you said? Yes. And then how many do you have now in New York? City. We have five in New York. Wow. So we're in Nomad, uh, Tribeca, and NoHo downtown. And we have Upper East and Upper West Side uptown. Wow. And then we just opened in Los Angeles. I guess I keep saying just. A couple of years we, ago or last year? Uh, in LA. We opened um, in August of this year. Wow. July, so just, so. yeah. Yeah, we're really, not we're even six really, ago. really new to town. So, but we're so excited to be here. Yeah, that's so great. And you're traveling. Are you the one that's traveling back and forth mainly? For- um, a, a bunch of our team travels mm-hmm. back and forth. Yeah. And I think that that's, you know, that's been something we've been figuring out as we go, right? It's like we, we opened in LA and suddenly you're this bi-coastal company and how do you create the right cultural connections between the LA team and the New York team? And that's, you mm-hmm. know, that's going to be an ongoing, an ongoing process, but really exciting. I think what I've been so excited about coming to LA is finding a team here that has the same DNA and soul as our team in New York yeah. is awesome. And it's important that we keep that. And same thing with clients, finding clients. It's, it's been great to find clients who moved out here and we're like, oh my God, you're here now. Yeah. And so we've got some familiar faces that have come in, but also to see the same level of, I think, response from mm-hmm. Los Angeles as New York. And you guys in LA are a little more advanced with your what? skincare and yeah. self-care. So tough crowd. Yeah. No one, because be, people take the time actually to yeah. do it. And I feel like New York is so like work, work, we're work, like, work. go, go, go. Yeah. Um, so how was it growing the business to five store, I mean, five 
locations in New York in a matter of how long? Uh, about three years, we got to five locations. That's it, When you say that in a sentence, it seems crazy and fast. I think yeah. while we were in it, it, at times it felt crazy and fast. At times it felt normal because I think, or natural because of the response from our clients that we just needed to open because we, you know, we were all about convenience in the beginning. And then suddenly you had members who were like, I have to book three weeks in advance. This sucks. Yeah. So the, the whole idea <laughs> That's of true. being more convenient for you, we, we, it forced us to open new shops. But, um, you know, it's been exciting. It's been exhilarating. It's been humbling and challenging kind of all the things. Our business is it's a people business and we need to make sure, you know, first and foremost, our team has the right experience because if we, if we deliver that to them, they pay it forward to our clients. Um, but but it's been incredibly exciting to see to see New York grow, and we have the largest team of skin therapists in New York for sure. Maybe wow. the country, I don't know if that's true yeah. yet, uh, but for sure in New York. And I think what's been so rewarding is seeing that kind of community come to life. Um, I think it's a if you think about esthetician in general, I think it's a category of healer of of of, of support that is most people don't really know exists. Mm -hmm. Or if you think of a spa, it's mostly about massage. Um, and I think when the general customer goes to figure out skincare solutions, to me, it's like a spectrum. And on one side, you've got, you know, you shop your way to a solution, whether yeah. you're hitting up like Sephora or, you know, even a, a drugstore or some online website, product, product, product. It's all about the brand. It's about sales. Mm -hmm. It's about what an influencer might use or your friend might reuse, which is fine and fun, but not always the right answer. And then on the other end, people go to a dermatologist yeah. and there's nothing wrong with that, but that's an, that's an approach from a medical perspective, yeah. right? There's so you're this, in the in-between. There's this in-between. And yeah. I think even until I had my first facial interaction with a, with a, you know, we call them skin therapists, but an esthetician, I didn't realize that what they are trained to do is to understand day-to-day -day skincare and the ingredients that unlock the best in your skin. Mm -hmm. So if you're running to the derm to like medically hammer things or you're running over here to just shop your way, it's like there's this personal trainer for skin in the middle that never existed. So yeah, the upkeep, the preventative, exactly. the, yeah. the seasonal, like how mm -hmm. do I, you know, go through or the life events when you're, you know, pregnant, your skin changes, all of these things happen when you're stressed. And so to have a partner to help unlock that, I think is what at, at the core, what we, what we offer. Yeah, one, fa one facial is fun and fine and great and on vacation, but our, our clients and our team want to build an ongoing relationship because that's when you really, you know, feel taken care of and you see a difference yeah. in terms of where you want to go. How often do people go? About once a month. So about 40% of our clients are on a membership, um, which is a, an option that we have that, you know, you, you save a little bit and you get some benefits. And we do have, like, especially in LA, we do a lot of events at our shop because we've got this great, beautiful patio and event space. Oh, cool. I'll have to go check it out. Yes, definitely. Um, we can, we should host something there. Yeah, it'd be fun. Um, so people come monthly and that's usually the best rhythm to do it because your skin cells renew about once a month oh, okay. um, and it's important to kind of check in at that seasonal basis. And then I think other clients come on a more sort of four to six times a year kind of, kind of seasonal thing. But what's been rewarding is that I think facials before had always been like a one time. It's like you get it for your birthday or anniversary or yeah. when you're on vacation. Vacation, totally. Yeah, when you said like, that. It it's like, great, but it's yeah. not, you know, there's a reason why... It it's not doing the work. It's not doing yeah. the work. And yeah. it takes a couple to, to get through the surface level. Totally. Get the blackheads out and yeah, get you back to baseline before yeah. then you get to work on the really fun stuff. Because mm -hmm. everyone comes in, they're like, I just want to glow. 
you're you like, know, and it, but you're, you but shouldn't. Do, yeah, yeah, it's like let's do the let's do the baby steps, get the routine right. A lot of people are overusing products or over exfoliating, and a lot of times we just try to we kind of Marie Kondo it a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how do we simplify? Tone it down. Tone it down, and then take baby steps. It's a it's a bit like a science experiment from high school, where like there was the control and the the variables, and if you change too much at once, you don't really know what the result mm-hmm. is. So. That's, I think, the approach when you're visiting monthly is you can make these little tweaks and see see a bigger change. When starting Heyday, how did you create the um, the technique? Like, how did you know what technique you wanted to go about? Because I think a lot of times there are people that are too harsh. Um, so how did you know how you wanted your estheticians to? Totally. And I'll yeah. be... I'm, I'm the brand guy and the yeah. design guy. I'm not the skincare person, but we had a wonderful uh, skincare lead who helped us develop that in the beginning. And really it was about coming up with a, prog- you know, our, we sort of say progressive, not aggressive in training. Mm-hmm. If we're building a relationship and we're making it affordable enough for you to come once a month, once every two months, we don't need to, nor should we like hit everything at once. Yeah. And I think the old model if you're paying 300 bucks at a luxury spa for a facial, you you damn well want yeah, everything, everything done. And so the esthetician wants to do it too because they, they're they not going to see you again mm-hmm. for six months or whatever. <laughs> um, and the setup was always like, you know, upgrade and sell more products because of the way that the industry was structured there. So we tried to change that so that our team could just simply do right by people's skin. Yeah. Like that should be, that's like our internal mantra and tagline. The minute there's weird upselling or weird this or that like it's icky for them it's icky for you mm-hmm. as the customer so we really tried to remove that and take a take a tactic of like this is a long game and so we want to be progressive about skincare rather than aggressive and I a love- lot of people love they're like if it's not painful it's i'm not getting i know anything done. they're it's, like it's, extraction 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 you're like you're gonna get like a capillary like exactly. broken capillary exactly so it is a little hard sometimes and there's still education to do around that that you know beauty doesn't have to equal pain and yeah that is not a thing and you shouldn't <laughs> have to walk home with a bag over your head and i think that that's yeah. that's been one of the big <laughs> aha moments because a lot of our new york clients come you know on a lunch break for a 50 minute oh, facial yeah. and they're like, I need to go back to work and exactly. like meet with clients. I can't exactly. look like I just had a And crazy... you should be able to go back and not no one, no people should be like, Oh, you look great. Something's yeah. different. But you know, that that's the approach we, we try to take. So funny. My sister used to do my hair when we were little. I just have one older sister and she'd be like, beauty is pain. And she'd be like <laughs> braiding my hair and pulling my hair. And I'm like, I hate you. Yeah, I don't want to be fun. beautiful. Um, speaking of accessibility, I think uh, you were just mentioning the upselling and how annoying mm-hmm. that is. But I also feel like, cause I've seen the store. Um, it's like even just having to go into a spa, mm-hmm. it's that's not even accessible in some aspects because you're just like you said, some people want to go in really quick and come right out and you have to like check in and put all your stuff in the locker Change and get in a robe, robe. And yeah. have some tea and wait and such a long time. And you and- kind of come out you, you come out a little dazed. I mean, people yeah. still come out in a facial daze, as yeah. we call it, after which is 50 nice. minutes, which yeah. is lovely. But when you're in there for like a two and a half hour experience, first off, you can't do that on a weekday. No. You're probably not going to do it on a weeknight. It's like a weekend only kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and we wanted to be able to fit in people's lives in a, in a much simpler way. Yeah, it makes so much sense. So as far as And especially price... for men, to yeah. interrupt too, I think we see a lot more men than the average spa mm-hmm. because I think that experience of going to a spa and doing the changing and that whole thing is like incredibly foreign at best and at worst really intimidating. Mm-hmm. So trying to 
trying to make it a little bit easier has been has been helpful. That's a really good point. Even like when you were saying uh, using makeup sometimes to like cover up or whatever and feeling ashamed about it. It's just like, I mean, I'm married and I sometimes my husband's like, oh, my God, I have like something on my forehead. I'm like, here, just use this. Just or this even my dad that. growing up, I'd be like, here, put this on. And <laughs> they love it, you know, and it's just funny because women use it like why can't everyone why use can't, it yeah i think you're seeing that change a lot yeah so it's nice for people to just feel comfortable totally no matter what gender whatever exactly. it's just skin is skin our yeah. therapist will be the first to say that there's some minor differences you know between men and women but really skin is skin and everybody's mm -hmm. got it so yeah <laughs> everybody should treat it and take care of it yeah so yeah as far as um you know, you're on both coasts now, mm -hmm. but it's, what's the mission for Heyday in general? Cause you're such a amazing brand that you're building right now. And I feel like people who aren't around a Heyday probably want to have access to just the vibe and the experience of it. Like you're reading my mind right now, yeah. what we want to create. Yeah. Well, no, it just makes sense, right? Like, do you, are you going to go into your own skincare? Do you already have it? I don't know. And then is there going to be content around how to take care of? Totally. Yeah. Totally. Cause that kind of totally. makes and sense I think to those, be the like, next those step. Those three years of, of opening five shops and now six in LA have been really focused on that, that brick and mortar mm -hmm. experience. And we always said in the beginning, we treat this like a family business, be there, understand it, run it. It's, it's a people business and we need to make sure that yeah. experience is right. And when we get that and build those foundations, then we can, then we can build on all these dreams that we have. So I would say first and foremost, our mission is to personalize skincare because it deserves personalization mm -hmm. and to do that in a way that makes a positive impact in people's lives. And mm -hmm. we do that for our team. We do that for our clients. But when we think about the vision of what Heyday can be, and we wouldn't have seen this without seeing these connections happen live, like in the store yeah. with the human touch, it's how do we become the most innovative skincare company that allows the expertise and knowledge and passion of skin therapists to extend both physically and digitally. Mm -hmm. So really the next phase is, I think, continuing to grow as a, as a, you know, as a physical storefront, because mm -hmm. I think people like to come in and experience, and that human touch is something that is is unique and you can't buy that on amazon yeah, and that's no. still like it's such an important thing and part of what we do mm -hmm. but i think being able to offer our services in a to someone in say chicago where we don't have a shop yet mm -hmm. i should be able to say okay rachel in chicago can answer a bunch of quiz questions and because we've kept data on all of our customers in terms of what products we've used what conditions we see what skin type you have I should be able to say like, okay, well, based on Rachel's answers to the following 20 questions, she's like 6% of our customers. And for those 6%, oh these products it. work really well. And yeah. I like, I love data when it's not, when it's being used for, for good and it's not creepy. Yeah. Not when they're like listening on your conversation exactly. and styling an ad, but even though I want to get in on that. I know. Too. And the Instagram <laughs> ads are really good because everything on there I want to buy. So yeah. they're onto something, but I think with when it comes to skincare, people are willing to tell us more because it helps us do our job better. Mm -hmm. So how do we create the right, you know, solutions for people who are who are in cities where we're not, but also in cities where we are who might want to reach out to their therapist, you know, throughout the month. Yeah. When you're like, wait a minute, what did you say about that serum? How should I use these products? Totally. I'm having a little breakout. What should mm -hmm. I do? I think that level of advice is so wanted. Yeah, it and really is. We should be the ones to create that infrastructure for that conversation. You're definitely to going to be. So, yes, it just we makes are. sense. Totally. Oh, well, thank you so much. I felt of like course. I just feel like Heyday really is going to be there for the masses, for people, people who are in metropolitan areas and 
and then also people who want to come for a visit and like check it out, but also take home with them the experience. Totally. And I'm excited to see all the content you guys create a, around it as well. And, Absolutely. And, and I think to, to your point, the, the idea of bringing something to mass to the, to a mass level is something that's always resonated with me. Yeah. And I think the challenge that I love about this is to do that at quality mm-hmm. as we grow. I think brands always fight that. It's like, Oh, they're getting bigger. What's happening we have the most incredible team of skin therapists like just through and through and they all bring such passion and and a unique sensibility and experience and so as we grow it's it's important for me to let the world know that um but also to to celebrate that and give a platform for them because you should be able to connect with you know a therapist or a few that really share you your know, values. Share your values, exactly. So that's, that's like, what we're out to do. I feel like that even just knowing like Natalie and then knowing that she works with you guys, it, it just makes sense. I mean, her, just everything about her, her personality as well as her expertise, it really just shines when she talks and she's really excited about it and passionate about it. Totally. And to just know that she's part of your team, it just kind of gives me an insight into all the other people that you guys have totally. on board. We want to just create this awesome vessel that's filled with these amazing people that all yeah. just bring something really special to the table. Yeah. I love that. Creating a platform for them. Totally. I love it. Totally. Well, I'm just the guy in the background. So. No, you're <laughs> the guy that created it. You gave birth to it and then you're seeing it grow. <laughs> totally. totally. Oh, well, thank you so much. It's so nice to speak with you and be here and learn more about Heyday. And I'm just really excited to experience it even more. My team has just such wonderful things to say about it and i can't wait to finally go in and knowing that you guys do pregnancy like approved um absolutely it's all about customizing what's right so it's so awesome exactly thank you thanks for having me Mm Hey everyone, thanks for tuning into this week's episode. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, leave a comment or review, and share with your friends. I'm always reading our comments and love hearing from you, so keep in touch, and I'll see you next time.